0: Welcome to Podcast Number 82 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. The podcast, Quality Christian Living, is designed to help people in all aspects of their walk with God. I believe that we live far below what God intends us to live, and He has a plan to help us be blessed in all that we do. So this series of teachings that you're hearing on Quality Christian Living deal with how to improve our finances, how to improve our faith, how to increase our belief that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above beyond anything we can imagine imagine or even think, and that we can live an abundant life, an overcoming life, a life filled with the joy of the Lord, because I believe that that's how God wants his people to live. So stay with me as we go through these lessons, and I'm sure that you'll find out that you can increase your faith when you increase the quality of your Christian walk with God. Today's podcast is entitled how living in anticipation of joy will increase your faith. I believe that if we walk around sad and sullen and negative and depressed and discouraged and frustrated, it's going to be very difficult to increase our faith. But if we walk the joy of the Lord on our face, if we walk with an anticipation of joy, expecting God to do something, anticipating that God is going to do something radical in my life, and believing with all your heart that God's word is true and his promises are yea and amen, which means yes, I'm going to do it. I believe that your walk with God will change. I believe your faith will increase. So let's get into that today. and believe that God's going to do something special, but I don't want to enter into this without asking for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Now I pray that the Holy Spirit, Lord, would help us and touch us and bless us as we go through this session today. Pray that those who are listening in, Father, would receive an anticipation of joy in their faith, Father, and that the Holy Spirit would anoint this session, that I would be able to bring forth things. Lord, that would bless people as they tune in and listen to your word, Father, and the instructions that you've given me. Blessed I pray now, and I'll give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This episode is based upon a book that I've written entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. It's really a book on faith, totally on faith and how to increase our faith. If you're interested in that book and obtaining it, you could go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and when you click into that webpage, my website, you'll see a number of books that I've written and this particular book is there and I pray that it'll be a blessing to you. You know, life can be filled with what I refer to as anticipations of joy. Looking forward to something's going to happen. Getting excited about something happening. As a child, I always liked Thanksgiving Day. Our family would watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. At the end of the parade, we would see Santa Claus. That meant Christmas was coming soon. For the next 30 days or so, all I could think about was Christmas and anticipating the joy of the holiday. What a wonderful 30 days that was every year. You know, just talking about it. It kind of reminds me of what it was like. I used to get so excited that sometimes I couldn't sleep at night thinking that, that we're only we're one day closer. When I wake up tomorrow morning I'm gonna be one more day closer to Christmas and that's something that fills your joy when you're a child and can also fill your yourself with joy and anticipation of joy as an adult. Let's take a second and talk about kids. You know, as a child I always had faith to believe for everything. And I find out that when my kids came along, our children came along, they seemed to have great faith. They wouldn't have something happen. Maybe they'd cut their finger or something and they would say, Daddy, why don't we just pray about it and Jesus will heal it. Just think of that. That's just true, pure faith. Sometimes we start out as a child and we've got a very strong faith, a very powerful faith. And then as we grow up and get older, the world kind of creeps in and starts teaching us that maybe faith isn't all that great and that maybe that's not going to happen and this might not happen. But I think we could sometimes grow in our faith and in our walk with God if we have childlike faith. That's a faith that's truly pure and a faith that is based upon a belief that God is able. So never put down the faith of a child. Maybe think about remembering the faith that you used to have and believe how it grew and then wonder why it softened up and why you lost some of that faith. So today, the goal of this particular podcast is designed to help you reactivate that faith or increase your faith and do it by starting off with an anticipation of joy. Let me give you another example of when I was a kid. I apologize for the personal references, but you know, sometimes the best stories that we have are some of the stories that took place in our own life. I can remember the first time that my family and I all went to Disneyland. Before we went there, we would watch the Mickey Mouse show on television because it helped us build excitement of going to what was known as the happiest place on earth. The anticipation of joy filled our home. My brother and two sisters were as excited as I was to think about a Day in the Magic Kingdom. I thought about the rides. I could see myself sitting in the teacups and riding in the train that circled Disneyland. I did everything I could to try and sense what everything would feel like. That's an important statement when it comes to faith. Did I hear what I just said? I did everything I could to try and sense what everything would feel like. When we pray, we need to have that sense of anticipation when we pray for something, I want you to start thinking. I want you to believe that God's going to do it, that you can anticipate what's going to happen at the end of your prayer time. You can say, I knew as a kid what it would be like before I went there. I knew that it was going to be fun. I was excited. Why can't we think the same way about our prayer life? Why can't we pray and believe for what it's going to be before it happens? That's why I love the teaching so much that I'm the whole basis of this teaching in my book that I wrote is calling forth those things that are not as as though they are. What that's saying is believing for a great response, a great answer, a great victory, great favor in something. And if we have that kind of faith, it'll just change your life. I believe it'll rock your life. Let me ask you a question. For a moment, think of something in your life that filled you with an anticipation of joy. Just take a second. Let's get away from this teaching right now. And why don't you go back and think back in your life and think of something. Maybe it was Christmas. Maybe it was Easter. Maybe it was your birthday. Maybe it was meeting a new friend maybe it was going outside to play with your friends, or I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a meal that you liked and mom was cooking it and you could smell that thing cooking. Didn't you have an anticipation of joy when you could smell it cooking and you knew that the eating was going to be awesome that night? So there are things like that that help us to have an anticipation of joy. Why can't we transfer that anticipation of joy to faith, to believe and have faith to believe that we can call forth those things that are not as though that they are. We can learn to rise above our our circumstances and anticipate and believe for the joy of God answering our prayers. You know, I can get excited just talking about it. It's, it's hard for me to sit here and just kind of look at my notes that I've written and kind of glance at some things that I've got here written on the side. But then all of a sudden, I feel this sense of joy building up inside of me that people are receiving this teaching, that they're actually starting to believe that there is and must be and has just has to be in a Christian an anticipation of God answering your prayers. Now, let's go on. I want to go back a little bit and remind you of a question I gave you. For a moment, think of something in your life that fills you with an anticipation of joy. That's so important because if you miss that, you're going to miss the whole premise of this particular podcast. In your life, maybe it was a trip to the beach or going to a sports event or your high school prom, whatever it was, it brought an anticipation of joy. Now, one reason for me teaching this podcast is in my intent to help you live life with anticipation of joy. In Psalm 118 verse 24, it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We are Basically anticipating and calling forth something that's not as though that it is. Now, a lot of us don't realize that, but when we say that, this is going to be a good day, we're calling forth something. God's word tells us that we can have a joy unspeakable and full of glory. In in Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10, it says this the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if God's word tells us over and over again that joy is vital to our walk with Him, that joy is vital to our faith and our trust and our belief in Him then I think we need to understand that we've got to have an anticipation of that joy to believe for most anything. Let me ask you this. Do you believe it is possible to experience joy today for what will happen tomorrow or next week or next month or next year? Well, I believe that. And I believe that God's word tells us that we can experience that because I believe our God desires his followers to anticipate joy. Now, remember the verse that represents the theme of this book. It's found in Romans 4:17. I'm going to be repeating it every podcast. I want you to get it because remember, I believe that some things are taught and some things are caught. I'm teaching and I'm wanting you to catch the premise of what the scripture says. It's Romans 4:17. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that are were not. That means, that means that our God calls forth joy in our future. Now, let me get to something a little more practical, a little bit daily living in all of our lives. When my wife Sharon was pregnant, we were excited about having our first child. We lived in anticipation of the joy of looking into the eyes of our new baby. She talked about setting up the nursery. Now think about this. This is an anticipation of joy. This is calling forth something that's not as though that it is. We bought the crib, the changing table, and the rocking chair all painted the same color. We wanted it to match. We knew we were going to have a son. Therefore, white and blue were the colors selected. Now Sharon would talk about bathing our baby, covering him with baby powder. Now although our son had not been born, Sharon and I planned for this new life. Sometimes she would sit in the rocking chair with an anticipation of joy for a new baby. Now you ladies out there who've had children, you know what that's like. That Anticipation. You're calling for something that's not as though that it is. You're looking forward to it and I want you to catch that. Now although she had to carry him for months with the discomfort of being pregnant, she received her joy from the joy she saw in other women who had given birth. And when she'd see a little baby, she'd get all excited. I know inside she's thinking, well, that's your baby, but I'm going to have my own someday. Sharon decided not to worry about the pain of childbirth or the possibility of complications during her delivery. She decided to focus on the joy. She held a daily anticipation of joy. Wow, that's probably about the best example I can give you for you ladies. Now, during most of her first pregnancy with our son, I was in the U.S. Army serving in Vietnam. These were difficult times for both of us. However, the anticipation of joy for our soon coming baby and the anticipation of joy in my coming home from Vietnam carried us through. Every day, we thought of the joy of coming home and not so much about our circumstances. You know, apply that to whatever you're going through in your life right now. In order to believe, to call forth something that's not as though that it is, in order to increase our faith, in order to be able to see the end result being good and positive, we've got to understand that we do have to go through circumstances. We have to go through trials many times. We have to wait. We have to have patience to wait for things to happen. But in that time, in that waiting time, in that time of waiting to see the answer in anticipation of the answer, we've got to have joy. So even in our circumstances, we need to learn and to have joy. I believe that I'm qualified to talk about that because when I was diagnosed with bone marrow cancer that was incurable, they said that I had maybe six months to live at best, I had to have an anticipation of joy of my healing. The circumstances weren't very exciting. I had to go to the doctor, sometimes two to three times a week. I was injected in places of my body I'd rather not even talk about. They did testing to my body and things to me that were things that I'd hoped I never had to do, but through it all, I believe believed that this was just simply a bump in the road and that God would give me a great result. Now, I thank God because I'm healed today. And all that pain and discomfort and all that was there before was just basically kind of a test of my faith and also to see if I really did trust in God. Because the outcome, whether I'd have been healed or not healed, is I'm going to be in heaven. You know, just think about that. Just heaven alone. Just think about that anticipation of joy. The other day, I served service for someone who had passed away. I did their memorial service, and that person is now in heaven. And all of us who are anticipating someday when we pass on, that doesn't mean we want to die tomorrow, it just simply means that when we pass on, that we've got a place reserved in heaven. It's reserved for us, those who've given their life to Jesus Christ. Now, if you've not given your life to Jesus Christ, then you may not understand or have comfort about heaven. So if you don't know him, just right now, just say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins of my life. I submit to you. I surrender to you. I give my life to you. And I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And then just say, in Jesus' name, I pray. And basically, if you meant that with all of your heart, and you are sincere about it, Jesus came into your life. People say, well, that just can't happen that easy. Yes, it does. I know know I'm getting off on a rabbit trail a little bit, but I think I need to go here. You see, some people don't believe that you can get saved that quickly, that it's that easy to be saved. But let me give an example of the thief on the cross. When Jesus was on the cross, there was one thief on one side of him and a thief on the other side. The one thief said, oh, I deserve this. And Jesus, you didn't. So Jesus... I ask you, I'm sorry. And he asked basically Jesus for forgiveness. And Jesus looked at him and said, Today you'll be with me in paradise. He was saved on that cross. He didn't go to classes. He didn't pay tithe. He didn't go through months and months of training. He just repented and gave his heart to Jesus. And Jesus accepted him. The other thief turned his back on Jesus. And I'm sure went into eternity in in the place that none of us want to go. So with that in mind, let's get back to this teaching now. A lot of people, when they understand and catch the idea with an anticipation of joy is basically calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. Catch the two, put them together, and then start looking forward to a great end result with an anticipation of victory and healing and strength in their body. And it'll carry you through your circumstances. Your circumstances, I know it was in my case, with all that testing and all that stuff I had to go through at the clinic I went to, and it was just constant. It seemed like they were sticking me constantly with pins and needles and IVs and stuff. But you know, quite frankly, I was just waiting for the great victory when those test results would come back and they would say you've been healed and we can't find it anymore and it did come forward and I thank God for that so let's just believe that God is able and let's just believe that through our circumstances he can give us strength if We have faith to believe for the good end result. If we look into God's word, we can read about the great examples of anticipation of joy in the expectation of the coming of Jesus Christ. The prophets in the Old Testament spoke of the Messiah. John the Baptist, as a baby in his mother's womb, leaped for joy when Mary, the mother of Jesus, came near think about that one. There was an anticipation of joy in a baby in the womb of its mother. Jesus experienced future joy in his crucifixion. Yeah, he did. It is found in Hebrews. Let me read this to you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him. Catch that. For the joy set before him. He was on the cross, church, and yet it says here, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and set down at the right hand of the throne of God. It's really kind of hard for us to understand that, isn't it? Isn't it difficult for us to understand how facing the crucifixion on the cross had a joy set before Jesus? You see, Jesus found joy in knowing that his sacrifice would bring life into the world. Even though he knew he had to go through the beating and crucifixion, he had to go through the circumstances. And the same thing in our life. We sometimes have to go through the circumstances, but there's joy at the end of it. Reminds me again, what the doctor said to me when he said you got six months to live and i looked at him i thought it took two seconds i just put my head down and right back up and i said so let me get this straight you're trying to scare me with heaven and he looked at me he said wow you must believe that and i said yes and you will too before this is over before and before God heals me. So think about that when you're going to face trials and challenges. Think about Jesus and what he went through and think about others who've gone through difficult challenges and come out victorious and that to God be the glory. Joy would come, Jesus was thinking, joy would come to a world without hope, a world that was dead spiritually. Jesus was going to experience for the entire world what Paul later wrote about in Romans 4.17, the God who brings dead back to life. Wow. Now, when we face trials, we need to remember these words. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus is telling us that trials will come. Circumstances are going to be there. However, he wants us to anticipate joy at the end of the trial. Our focus must be in Christ, who, according to Hebrews 12, 2, the author and the finisher of our faith, that's where our focus has got to be. Now, my prayer for you is to see the joy coming at the end of your trial in Psalm 30, verse 5, the New Living Translation, it says this, weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. That scripture is another example of calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. You see, anticipating joy is a wonderful way to live life. Matter of fact, it's a wonderful way to celebrate life. Allow me to give you one of my experiences with an anticipation of joy. This experience was one of the many times when I believe the Holy Spirit helped me to understand that everything comes from nothing. Now, our church, had purchased 30 acres of land in beautiful high desert area in North Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a beautiful piece of land and we were so blessed to be able to buy it. We were in the planning stage of building our new facilities one day I drove out to the property with a set of drawings with our son-in-law, Jack, who was the architect of our new facilities. I found the property lines. We worked together on that and we measured where the sanctuary would be built. Then we measured where the pulpit would be placed. Now take a moment and try to picture this. The land was vacant. Only the natural desert, some small trees, and some cactus were there. An occasional lizard or family of whale would scurry by. It was a bright, sunny, beautiful 70-degree day. The desert was in full bloom. It was really a very pretty, pretty day. I pictured myself behind the pulpit. I imagined myself reading God's Word, promising to bring life from nothing. Now, in my mind's eye, I could see the chairs in the sanctuary. The building was full of people worshiping the Lord. When I imagined giving the call for people to give their heart to Jesus, I could visualize dozens of uplifted hands confessing Jesus Christ as Lord. Wow. That takes me back to the day I was standing there. Matter of fact, it's very touching for me to feel that and to sense that because that was a day of anticipation. That was a day of joy. We didn't have anything. We just had a piece of land. Didn't have a building. Didn't have any chairs. Didn't have any congregation. Didn't have anything that was actually tangible for me to look at except a piece of desert land that the Lord had blessed us to be able to purchase and pay off. But I was trying to think in terms of an anticipation of joy to seeing that church filled with people giving their life to Jesus Christ. Now, it was about a year later that we moved into our new sanctuary. From that day until now, we have seen thousands of people accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. Every week, we see dozens of people give their life to Christ. You see, God brings something from nothing. We develop an attitude of expectation by learning to say, I can't wait to see the results. Why don't you just stop right now and and think about what you're going through just for a moment and just say to yourself and to the Lord, Lord, I can't wait to see these great results. If you're sick and illness in your body, just say, I can't wait to see when I'm healed. Ladies, if you're expecting a child, say, I'm so excited and I can't wait to see when this baby is born and he or she will be healthy and vibrant and a blessing from God, God's little creation. Think about that. Instead of saying something like, with my luck, something bad's going to happen or I never get the break or always something always bad happens to me or I've been diagnosed that maybe I have cancer. I'm sure I've got it. I'm sure that I'm going to die. I say these things because I have talked with many people over the years and that's what they confess when they're faced with a challenge. And I believe we've got to get away from that. We've got to believe that God is able. It kind of reminds me of a story I heard the other day of a lady who had a baby. She and her husband went to the hospital to have the baby delivered and the child was born but the baby's heart stopped beating during the procedure for her to have her child the baby's heart stopped and so the baby was born still it's a stillborn baby is one who they basically is dire diagnosed that their heart is stopped and they're basically gone they're dead but this little baby was still born and the mama and the daddy said nope nope we're not accepting that we're not believing that we're going to believe for greater results and the doctor tried to help and he did what he could and did did everything that he thought to do but things the baby wouldn't come to life and then all of a sudden out of nowhere with the mama saying no 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 my baby's gonna live my baby's gonna make it that little child started to breathe and its heart started to beat and all of a sudden the doctor said well I think there's a chance and the mother said no there's not a chance this baby's healthy this baby's gonna survive well just so you know that baby is now a 27 year old healthy young man who is serving God with all of his heart you see she wouldn't give up she anticipated that child would come back to life that that. Heart would start beating. And then the doctor went on to say, Well, you know, the child may have some major problems later on. He's guaranteed to have cystic fibrosis and all these things that the doctor was saying, because that's what they're trained to say. But the mama said, No, my child's going to be healthy. The dad said, No, our child is going to be healthy. We're going to call forth those things that are not as though they are. And they believed it and they believed it and they believed it. As I just said earlier, that little baby turned out to be a healthy young man who grew up to be a very healthy, a very Wonderful young man. You see, we've got to believe for things that are not as though they are. And we're going to be faced with challenges. All of us are. We're going to be faced with difficulties and challenges. But we've got to believe with an anticipation of joy that God is going to do something beyond what we can imagine or what we can even think. So let me now, as I'm going to close this session, give you a quick review of some of the things we said. Let me reflect back and read some of the things I've written down that were quotes that I've taken out of my book. For a moment, think of something in your life that filled you with an anticipation of joy. Why don't you do that right now? Just just think about it and say lord I thank you lord for those days when i anticipated Christmas or I anticipated a wonderful time or anticipated a great family vacation or a raise and pay whatever there was an anticipation of joy how about this thought anticipating joy is a wonderful way to celebrate life boy if we can just do that if we can just get that and receive that and believe with an anticipation of joy that we are going to live quite frankly a very powerful a wonderful overcoming life that we we can claim the promise that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. That God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything we can imagine or even think. We confess it. We believe it. We claim it. We walk in it. And as we go through our circumstances, we don't worry about those circumstances. We look for a positive, positive result. Here's another comment. Try to avoid the pessimistic thoughts of failure and defeat. Just cancel them out right now. Just say, I'm not going there. I'm not believing for that. I'm going to accept that God is going to do something great in this situation and we are anticipating a great answer. You know, sometimes, let me just kind of give you a thought here. Sometimes we have a situation at work where we're struggling with maybe a boss or something or an employee there that's giving you a difficult time. And sometimes, I believe I need to share this with you because I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to give you this thought because I'm I'm sure there are people out there who are working who are struggling with either a boss or another employee that's uh, causing problems for them. What we need to do is believe for God to give us favor with that person. Just claim that favor. I know in my own life, I've had situations where people tried to come up against me when I was a businessman and I was building homes, and I had people who would threaten me with lawsuits and threaten me to do this and threaten that, and I would meet with them. But before I met, my wife and I would pray that I'd receive favor with these people and that God would bless me that these people would not be able to carry through their, their claims and, and their anger towards me, and that we could settle things peacefully and quietly. And in every situation, I'm telling you, every single situation, God intervened, and on a couple couple of occasions, I had people that I was with their attorneys. They were getting ready to try and file a suit against me. They were so upset with me. They didn't really have any reason to be, but they were. And right in the middle of the discussion, the man looked at me. He says, you know, I just can't do this. I can't sue you. You're a Christian brother. And quite frankly, I'm just upset with a lot of other things. I'm kind of taking it out on you. And he he backed off of his lawsuit. And the attorneys couldn't believe it, but he did. He just canceled and said, no, I'm not going there. I can't do it. We need to believe for those things. We need to claim them. We need to call them forth and we need to expect them. We need to anticipate them. So, with that, I'm going to end this teaching, but I'm going to pray for you that God will help you in your walk, in your circumstances, and in your faith to believe for great joy. Father, thank you for this teaching. Thank you that you've blessed it. I believe that you've anointed it because I felt several times, Father, the Holy Spirit helped me to guide me maybe in a different direction or maybe talk about something I had not planned to or didn't even write anything down. So, Lord, I thank you for that and I pray now that this teaching teaching would go deep into the hearts of your people they would receive it and be blessed by it father that they would understand father what it is to walk with an expectation an anticipation of a great outcome and great joy in their life. I thank you for it in advance, and I'll give you all the praise now, give you all the glory for I ask these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, I hope that this teaching has been of benefit to you. I believe that it will, if we'll just take it into heart, receive it, and claim those promises that I've read in various scriptures, that they're your promises. They're promises that God has given you. I'm excited about our next upcoming podcast. Let me give you the title of it, and that way you can think about it and believe for it before you listen to it learn how to wake up each day with unlimited faith. Think about that. We can literally wake up each day with an expectation to believe that God's going to have great faith provided to us so that we can claim for those things that maybe we thought were impossible. It's going to be exciting, so I better stop because I'll start teaching it right now, and I just don't think that's what I should do. So with that, I once again hope that you're blessed by this and pray that you'd maybe contact someone that you know to invite them to come to this podcast. I believe God can bless them. And I believe if you want to listen to any of the other podcasts that I've done, there was a whole series that I completed on our finances. This series is on faith and will continue on faith for quite a few weeks and even months to come, I believe, as the Lord leads. And there's other teaching that I have to help veterans. And those are things I think that may be a blessing to you. If you'd like to learn more about the teachings that I have dealing with living a quality Christian life, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. When you get there, you can take a look at the materials that I've written and there's information there, I believe that'll be a benefit to you. Now you can subscribe to my podcast if you would like on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So with that, I just want to have this final blessing for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace may you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers Now, until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you, and I pray that your faith will grow, that you will have an anticipation of faith, an anticipation of joy, an expectation of God's abundance in your life, because that's the life He wants us to live. He would never have put that in His Word had He not planned for that to be the role of believers, those that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you prayed the prayer earlier in this podcast to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would encourage you to find a good church that's crucial get yourself a good bible that's easy to read maybe the new living translation or the new international version one of the more modern translations i think will help you in your understanding of god's word i believe god has great plans for you he didn't create anything bad god didn't create any junk god created you and you're a mighty mighty example of God's creative power, and he's created you with purpose and strength and joy. So walk in that, claim it, and live it. I thank you for listening in. God richly bless you.